You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Okay. Hello there, everybody. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority, and um, I'm going live right now. Um, but this is the Strategic Healing Podcast. Um, this is a show about health. Um, the name of the podcast is Healing Matters, um, and you can find it anywhere where podcasts are. You can also contact my office, Jason Eagle QRA, um, or Strategic Healing. The number is 734-985-5891. If you want to see my YouTube channel, uh, where I do these as videos on my Facebook Live, um, you can go to Jason Eagle QRA, a Q, an R, an A, and that stands for Quantum Reflex Analysis. Um, I've got a shop. You can go to my Strategic Healing website, uh, strategichealing.us. I'm on Patreon. Um, you can support me if you um, feel fit, and, and we get a lot of the farm stuff that is um, on there. We're also on Instagram, the whole shebang. Um, so uh, it's a show on health. I have a practice on health. Um, and today we did take in a question from one of the viewers um, uh, on Facebook, and it was about what's called Raynaud's syndrome. What do you know about Raynaud's syndrome? Raynaud's or Raynaud's, however you want to call it. Um, uh, what it really means is cold hands, uh, cold fingers. Um, people now sometimes one of the first things that you think about with, like, say, cold fingers or something like that is going to be the adrenals. Um, uh, this is something that can happen to anybody that, let's say, goes into a panic uh, when a person gets into, let's say, a cortisol rush um, or an adrenaline rush. Um, what can happen is they get this where the blood rushes out of the extremities. I'm just going to make sure I'm operating. I got to look in a mirror right now to see it. So it looks like it's good. Okay. Um, so when a person goes into the bloodstream changes, the adrenaline shuts the uh, blood flow to the hands and feet. Um, and it brings it into the core, just like if you were getting cold or something like that. Well, it, you know, the reason is, is because the body needs it for, you know, critical mass, especially critical brain thinking type of stuff. Um, and if you've got to be able to be like a rabbit and sit still, then you better hold on. And so there's all these autonomic nervous type of system things that, that go on in our system. Um, so Raynaud's is um, more so about the, uh, the hands. Um, now, Raynaud's is actually truly a condition to a beyond, uh, for instance, say a panic attack. Um, panic attack is not a, re so cold hands or adrenal dysfunction is not the same thing as Raynaud's. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because they share a link. They absolutely share a link. And you're onto something if a person's body does that. Uh, meaning when they get into a panic and it starts to kind of go colder, they're, um, now Raynaud's has more to do with, it is an infection because, um, it's one of these conditions that um, people have to go on some heavy-duty anti-inflammatories and uh, it can become um, where it actually then couples with, let's say, arthritis, um, and rheumatoid arthritis, and then the joints start to um, become deformed and then the joints start to become um, uh, all gnarled up and things like that, okay? Also, we can get, because of the lack of 
the colds, when the hands get cold, that means there's lack of blood flow. And with the lack of blood flow, there's going to be, um, number one, the think about every part of your body. So think about your fingers as if an, it's a neighborhood, like a, like part of Metropolis, and it has to be connected, and it has to be connected through the roadways of receiving goods and services and then pulling out and carrying away the waste products. And, you know, uh, if the waste products get held on there because of the lack of flow, so if, like, the cars just don't go up there, up and down there as much, that's lack of blood flow. So, for instance, the fingers going cold, is there's not as much blood there. There's not as much blood there. There's not as much travel. And also, when things get cold, they shrink up. They become ischemic, which means your fingers, so cold fingers, as you can look at, and the, the actual blood vessels have become smaller. They're the diameter. And when you do that long enough, then almost like those little ancient riverbeds, they dry up. And so we lose what's called microcirculation. So it's a combination of macro and microcirculation, but it's also a combination of a um, hormonal. Oh, jeez, want to make sure the camera doesn't tip over. Um, a hormonal type of thing, but it's a hormonal thing that's driven by infection, by damage, by infection. So if we want to call it, it's also like a autoimmune type of thing, or or um, an inflammatory type of thing. Which is true. That's that's kind of a correct way of, of saying it. Let me get that back further. Hold on. Okay. Um, so, but what an immune system means is there's something there. Okay. We we like to say, well, an immune system, and we blame it on genetics or we blame it on something else. And I, I say it's like this. Anything that is a inflammatory condition, anything that is... And inflammatory is supposed to be there, but it's stuck there and now it's damaging and now you're losing, like the bricks are being torn down. It's like, you know, the analogy of the little boy that cries wolf is one thing, okay? That's so if we treat an autoimmune, which is like we give auto, we, we give immune suppressants. So let's say a Zyrtec is a perfect example of turning off with, I got that great commercial or these other, you know, uh, drug companies, uh, they got these great commercial that says, oh, we're turning off these different parts, the interleukin this, and then, hey, wait a minute, I, th I thought we were supposed to have that. I thought that was normal. What do you want to turn that crap off? Well, because it's doing it too much. Correct. It's doing it too much. And so what happens is, is, and I'm going to bring this roundabout, which I was thinking about talking about this show before I had this question, but I'll link it together which is it's all about cellular activities or cellular metabolism, energy. It's all about getting paid. Mama gots to get paid. Daddy gets to get paid. And cellular energy metabolism, when you're talking about dealing with damage, so whether it be free radical damage. So if we were to zoom into a Raynaud's uh, syndrome of the fingers, you give that long enough, you start to see that the joints are damaged. You start to see that the tissues are damaged. You start to see that the blood vessels are damaged. Um, if it goes on long enough and if it's bad enough, it can then lead to what's called uh, avascular and necrotic tissue, meaning dying tissue. Because if something gets starved long enough, it will start to die and it will start to shrivel up and die and, and then start to pollute the whole system. 
So when you got an infection, and again, any type of thing that's autoimmune, it's not just your system's messed up. It's not like, hey, kid, you know, go away, you bother me. This is the little boy that cries wolf that comes with scratches on his body. He, some, there's something out there. And you always need to treat, in, you know, inflammation as, okay, checklist. Number one, who's hurting you? Number two, who's invaded you? Who's infected you? Number three, what is your immune system doing about it? And number four, is your immune system also damaging the buildings too? Because it's stuck shooting at it. That's the one thing that they try and suppress. But the thing is, is that it's also not addressing the under... So the Zyrtec and stuff is just like, eh, here, put a Band-Aid on it. Go away, kid. You know, you bother me. It's, but here, take something to take away your, your pain, but it's not addressing the attack. So we have to address the attack. When Dr. Marshall created his program, as well as like, and I'm also going to refer to the standard process guys of um, John Courtney and um, um, Dr. Royal Lee in terms of dealing with what they talked about these conditions and where it really comes from too, which is, it's really, it's an infection. Okay, we will get at that. It's an inflammatory thing, but anytime you get into an inflammatory thing like that, then what's happening is, is you are turning on the adrenals, which is then going straight to the heart. So it's a heart condition. It's a condition of the heart underlying it. Now, a big part of it, what happens with people in terms of what really makes a lot of these types of things worse is when you feed the immune, when you feed the body, let's say grains and, and lots of, um, um, carbs, especially early in the morning when a person's in the sympathetic nervous system, which is, that's what is, that's the narrative of that one. Anytime when the fingers, like I said, when you had adrenal reaction where <gasps> it pulls in and your fingers and toes get cold because your body's bringing the warmth in towards your brain, um, that is a, what's called the sympathetic dominance. Okay. Whereas when the person has, is able to then hover and the coast is clear and then take a deep breath and then the warmth comes back into your hands, that is what's called the parasympathetic. So on a foundational level, anytime when you're dealing with these types of things that are, that it's affecting those muscles, which means that's a nervous system, but it's also the muscles of the cardiovascular system. So it's also goes back to the heart. The heart and the whole vascular system is all one thing. Think about the you know, heart as the center of the tree trunk, but it, it goes up and it has leaves and it has roots and it has these tiny, tiny little things. And there's blood that's running through all of these things. So it's all connected as one flow, but it's part of going in and out. And so that's why you have veins because the blue blood is this blood. If you saw blood without oxygen, it looked blue. And that's what's happening. And so it's it's deposited the oxygen and now it's picked up carbon dioxide and waste products and going back to be processed and constantly recycled and put back out there. Here, you know, like the, you know, our body, uh, the blood is very much like the milkman, which is in the morning he comes and delivers new bottles of milk, but then takes away the empty bottles, right? Now, one of the analogies I've used in terms of any type of, of condition that involves, let's say, deposition or long-term anti-inflammation or inflammation type of stuff, damage, you're building up lots of junk. So it makes sense to be on a process where instead of just putting empty milk bottles, you've dusted your floor 
and, and went through the cobwebs and you stuck that in the bottles so that he did the work for you. Because otherwise you're going to have to dump it out and drive the dump or whatever. So, but if you use a mechanism of being able to deposit more, if you got too much money, you better spend down on that account. And that's what we're talking about. This is other systems that you can number one, when you're dealing with infection, damage, all this other stuff, what's the name of the game? The name of the game is, is, you know, like they say, a good defense is an offense. Well, there's lots of different games. A great defense is a great defense, you know, and a great offense is like, so you, it depends upon the circumstances. And the, and the game of the body is number one, you've got to look at getting rid of race products as the number one thing. So a detoxification of making sure that you've got enough water, making sure that you are eliminating well enough, meaning pooping, peeing, that type of stuff, but also sweating, exhaling. That one video that my daughter loves when she saw, saw my first saw the podcast was uh, your exhale is poop. And I got in trouble with my wife about, but that's okay because I wanted to be funny because it is funny because it's true though. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Poop is just some form of excrement and your exhale is excrement and if you were able to stick into your breath more than just what you normally would do and that's through breathing exercises which is just like taking your medicine um doing your epsom salt baths uh these type different types of things um castor oil packs castor oil packs with the um, so for instance, that's one of the things Dr. Marshall talks about, and I'll get into that, and which we've done, which is you can do mud packs, but you can also do castor oil packs. And if you've got problems in these hands, in particular with Raynaud's, would you do it on the hands? No, you would not do it on the hands, because that's just the, the artifact of where it's coming from. You would go to the nest, and where's the nest? Remember, we talked about detox, and so that's going to be the kidneys, the back. So putting a castor oil pack on your back, right where your kidneys would be, putting it on your intestines, literally on the belly is a great place to put it, and then also putting it over your liver, which would be your right, under like the right breast, the right chest breast, on both the male and female, those ribs right there could even be right underneath the, the breast, underneath the, ch the chest, but it's below the nipple, and it's that whole right flank side that's where the liver gallbladder is. And so putting a gall, putting a castor oil pack is very good in terms of getting to the bottom of the issue of, cause it's coming from the organs, then going to the periphery. So if you have a problem with the periphery, which is the fingertips of the periphery, that's the furthest out. That's the, that's Tatooine out there. <laughs> Another reference, Shannon, Shannon. <laughs> take a drink. <laughs> I'll take one. Uh, Tatooine, which is, that's the outer rim. That's way out there. Not many people know about that. Well, but see, the hands and feet are actually supposed to be the primary functions. And so that's the other thing is, is that your hands and feet are supposed to be the warmest. You're supposed to be radiating heat. You're, spo you're supposed to have more brain cells, or not cells, but brain energy, neurologic energy in your, especially your hands. Because your hands are out there touching and stuff like that and picking up on senses. And you're like a cricket with your fingers. Like you pick up the sonic energy and everything like that. We're amazing creatures. So with a person with Raynaud's, you've, you're even pulled in and you like see people, they have got their hands in their pockets on the chest or whatever because they're, they're cold. So, but that means your energy is drawn back in. And so the mud packs, what we talked about doing the downloads. So the mud packs on the hands, if anyone's done, uh, mud packs with me and if you haven't done I can send you the mud pack instructions wherever in the world 
uh, we can get it to you. And just anybody could benefit of just doing the downloads. There's a procedure that means the palms, like say if you're going to do a download, you put like mix your mud pack, which is the Medibody pack and the Medi Mineral Serum. And you mix it up to be like a, a kind of thicker pancake batter. And then you put like a glob right on the center of your palm of your hand, which is about a quarter inch thick and about the thickness, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the circumference of, let's say, a large silver dollar pancake. That's as big as you're going to want to make any mud pack. So start with the right palm and then also at the same time, the top of the right foot. Because if you saw your brain is, is your hand and your foot, even though they're in separate kind of places, they're not. They're linked together. There's a wormhole that links them together. So your body treats them as exactly the same. They're tied together. Think about the cross crawl of like a person when they walk correctly, their right leg or left leg swings forward and their right arm swings forward. That's a baby crawling. And so we're built that way neurologically to that's how we move forward. But we're also built with the same side circuitry of like uh, these downloads. So like the palm and the top of the foot are the same. Whereas the back of the hand and the bottom of the foot, those are the same. Same thing on both sides. Because think about it. When you go to reach to grab an apple, you step forward with that one to reach up into the tree. That's going to give you the longest distance. Whereas when you pull back and you pull back and step away from that thing that's going to bite your hand, that's the, the back downloads or that's the recoiling. So there's the extension and recoiling. There's the extension, opening up, and retracting. The you know the sympathetic dominance of what we talked about is like the pill bug, where you crunch forward and you get ready for the punch, or you just roll up in a, into a ball. Whereas the sympathetic, or some sorry, parasympathetic, which is I'm content, I'm ready to go, even I'm ready to go into the depths, into you know I've accepted it, and you stand up and you open up, and the muscles relax. So. Um, going back to, I know this is long-winded about that, but okay, so the downloads, which is anywhere in the world, any condition, you can always just do the downloads, okay? And they make you feel better, which means now you've cleaned off the connection between you and the world, and now it's grounded with the, and you've heightened the amount of neurology and reestablished flow. And many people that have had Raynaud's or these other type of thing, by doing the mud packs on the downloads, now suddenly they warm up because... It's all, this is weird, but Reynolds and other things like that, you can show that when, say, the, the person's, um, hands go cold or feet go cold. Yes, it's adrenal and stuff like that, but you can also see it's a polarity shift. They go from this receptive or this, this projecting out to this, they reversed. And so it's a polarity reversal. Like suddenly your switch flips. Okay. Well, that's something that the mud packs can do, which is you can change a polarity by pulling out a stray charge. So if you have, let's say, a lot of static electricity and you, you shuffle your feet on the floor, right, and your hair is sticking on in, if you touch somebody or something metal, you're going to zap it. But if you stand on a piece of granite or you, these specialized mats that they have where, like in pharmaceutical grade or, or where they're making like, you know, apple chips and stuff like that for like technology... They have to anti-static themselves. And so they stand on this thing and it goes and it pulls it right out. And it's just a polarity switch. So there are materials that can do a polarity switch. So you do 10 minutes on the top, the palm and then the top of the foot and then wash it off. Then switch to 10 minutes on the 
left side palm and top of the left foot, 10 minutes, wash it off. Then you flip to the back of the hand, keeping in mind we're putting the mud packs on, quarter inch thick, about the size of a silver dollar pancake. Uh, the back of the hand, and this is the right, the back of the right hand and the bottom of the right foot, 10 minutes, wash off. Then the back of the left hand, the bottom of the left foot, wash it, uh, 10 minutes, then wash it off. Now you've done all your downloads. It's better if you're, let's say, laying in the grass, like in the summertime, or laying on a beach by the ocean or something like that. Oh my, you get really spectacular things. Um, but anyways, that can make a lot of conditions. And I know a number of people where that's been the thing where the life then comes back in. So this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. And um, today we're talking about Raynaud's and all of its complications. So Raynaud's syndrome, if we start with just basically looking at a, at a from a QRA perspective, is um, we're talking about, uh, first of all, making sure that you're having the good minerals, making sure that you're not eating the wrong foods that are triggering you. So eating a good whole foods diet, as I said, probably focusing more on a low carb, so more of like a keto type of thing. Um, also eating lots of anti and taking some supplements that have a good amount of antioxidants. Um, and then I would also talk about, like I said, the the name of the game, which is if your body's going to be stuck in a fight, you might as well support it too. And so that's where the antioxidants or the, the free radical scavengers that come in. Um, that's huge in terms of like, that's what the Mediclay does. So about like two, one or two Mediclay in eight ounces of water and drink that down. You put, open them up and put them into water because that kind of activates it, pretty kind of waters it without taking the water from your body. Um, and, uh, let me think. Um, yeah, there's a, a number of, let's go back to what we were talking about, which is if it's an infection type of thing, um, allicidin, a lot of times, um, if it is this kind of adrenal type of thing, it's being fed by sugars and allicidin is the garlic and that goes after more bacterial. Think about the yeast and the bacteria. Um, so I'd also even talk about, let's say oregano oil or ADP. Um, that's an oregano oil that's in like a capsule that, that it opens up inside. If you, you bite it into four pieces and then swallow it with some water that allows the, the anti-infective of basically it's sanitizing like a bleach, but it's not. This is the, you know, a natural type of thing. Like pine sol will kill germs because, and it's just stuff that comes from a pine tree. That's what we're talking about is these natural type of compounds. Um, and, uh, uh, the allicidin is a compound that is, will, will you get into like gram, gram positive, gram negative, whatever. These different like type of things that it's more bacterial. And that tends to be the things. Now we also get a lot of viral stuff. So if it combines with, let's say some joint, like say, um, arthritis, I would also go with, let's say the antiviral and high lysine first thing in the morning. Um, we talk about the castor oil packs. That's another really big thing, which is the mud packs to do downloads and then also castor oil packs on, let's say, the liver and um, the kidneys. And uh, those are the, the big detox organs. And that oftentimes will give people a lot of good symptom relief. Um, if it's coupled with red hands, so sometimes people, it's like their hands are turned white or blue. But if it's you're cold, but the hands are red, especially the palms are red, then that's something that we talk about, like the possibly, um, that's the, uh, the heavy metal nano detox. There's one of these types of things where a red hand, whether it's hot or cold, can often indicate a heavy metal 
poisoning. So people, especially in the hands, could be related to like some dental. So let's say they had some metal fillings in the past or they still had some metal fillings. That could be literally stuck in this detox and, and that's causing the hands problem. Also causing this avascularization because it really messes up the, um, not only triggers the immune system. So, so one of the infections could also be, it's not really infection. It's a response to a toxin like heavy metal, like lead, um, um, mercury, um, all these different things. If you have Raynaud's syndrome, do, or anything, if you got the cold fingers, don't put nail polish. Don't wear those acrylic nails. Don't wear nail polish. I don't care how good it is. Don't do that because that means that your the chemicals, which come on, ladies, they leach right into your body, will leach in, will be sucked into your bloodstream um, and you're weak already and you're having problems already. And these things can, as I said, remember in the beginnings that this is related to hormones, this panic hormones as opposed to the relaxing hormones. Well, nail polish is panic hormones, okay? Um, a, a, a toluene and uh, all of these different alcohols and um, are really poisonous. And these acrylics, they outgas or constantly out, but they also leach directly into the system. So if we got these fingers like the cold hands, um, definitely don't do that. Uh, we also talked about adrenal support. So for instance, people, people taking, let's say, adrenaven, um, especially let's say, um, like three in the morning and then three with lunch. So about six a day. Um, that also helps with the adrenaline part because again, sometimes it's that adrenaline and you're, and, or, and so make sure you get good sleep too. support the adrenals and make sure you're good, good enough sleep. Make sure you have an assault. If you're, you know, over a hundred pounds adult, it should be pretty close to like three quarters of a teaspoon of sea salt. And if you want to put that all in water or just mix it up through throughout the day, but a good air dried, like the, the PRL, um, pink salt or, and I don't recommend Himalayan salt. I, because that's an old dead sea salt. I don't want that. I want a fresh salt. So like a, you know, a lessy, um, regular, uh, sea salt, the Korean stuff that I get. I mean, you can find good, what's called air dried, solar dried, hand harvested sea salt. That's what you want. Fresh sea salt. Um, about a teaspoon a day. That helps for the adrenals to work much better. But now let's back up to them, which remember I talked about, um, there's some stuff that the standard process people really talk about, and that is the heart, treating the heart. And one of the big things about this is the heart needs oils. This They're talking about what's called um, Cataplex E2. Cataplex E2 is in, indicated for angina pectoris, which is that's the heart angina or the, the chest tightening, muscle fatigue, tissue oxygen starvation. That's a weak heart, um, not tissue oxygen, meaning your muscles are not getting enough oxygen. Again, the fingertips with Raynaud's is over time, they're not getting enough oxygen. And um, uh, aerobic type exercise. So if people are really burning themselves out by too much exercise, and high altitude discomfort. So this is, so E2 is one of these things that they discovered is a fraction of the vitamin E and they find it in beef chromatin material, which is they process specific stuff. Um, somehow E2 gets oxygen into the area of the muscle. Okay, tissue oxygen starvation is a factor, but you know, and that's where the E vitamin comes in. And again, it's one of these fats, it's a fat. And why? Because we get into this where it's actually, 
these fats in particular, are the delivery system for the hormones. So remember, talking about how the we're talking about adrenaline and uh, norepinephrine, the good, the bad, the ugly, what's happening. And that will, when those hormone levels get to a certain level, it's like certain, like your live, your body is, so think about all your hands is kind of like you live in a snowpiercer or you live in, let's say, a um, submarine and certain sections, they'll call up and say, okay, turn that pipe and you turn the pipe valve off so that no water flow goes to it or no hot water or cold water or, or this or that, which means you can change like a pressure cooker, you can change where pressure goes. And that is what happens with the fingers, which is the pressure going to the extremities, especially in the hands and, and feet, but especially the hands is they turn the vessels off, but they're just doing what they're told. So there's something going on in those fingers in terms of it's part of this system. And again, it's a hormone in terms of, but it's a hormone with these, these essential fatty acids. So uh, to uh, getting muscle cramps and stuff like that in the heart muscle and in the cardiac muscle. And again, the cramping or what we would, you would call the constriction, vasoconstriction, that's what's happening in the fingertips. So um, they use like the Cardio Plus. Um, that's really good. Now, this is a standard process where they grow all their own stuff in Wisconsin beyond organic. They raise all the animals. They do it in these very special processes. Some people, Dr. Marshall had a problem with that because, he, you know, the animal type of thing. But in my practice, I'm different with that. And again, I raise the animals. And if you do them right, and what I've found from eating our, my own animals and meat is is. Oh my goodness, like <laughs> you can take the supplements, but if you eat an animal that took those supplements and then, you know, ate fresh grass and perfect and then turned that into their flesh and their fat, like it's, it's, it's better than a supplement. It's a, a awesome and amazing. And, uh, it's, it's just, you know, a lot of the science was really leaning more towards that the animal, uh, type of thing. But I, here's where I, I think they get it from us because the specimens that they use is just factory farmed stuff. They didn't test these guys stuff. They didn't test my stuff. Like it's a, off the charts. It's completely different. And if you're just testing, you know, you know, the damage of what beef does and stuff like that by just picking out just right. Cause again, that's what they're trying to figure out is not about, you know, what you can do, but what, what does Joe Schmo, what does, you know, beef stroganoff have in, and, you know, that, uh, you know, hamburger helper that other people live off of, you know, that's just junk and that's crap. And what's done to that meat and stuff like that is, is horrible. And, and, and of course, that's what then passes on is that death and disease passes on through that. So it's very important to eat really good meat and important to have a better mind frame in terms of don't cut it out and say it's not, it's, it's, there's got to be a problem with it. It's how you handle it. It's how you, and what these guys have done in their science. And again, I, you know, what I've seen in my own life by taking this stuff is, you know, it's amazing. And what they figured out, which is again, what veterinarian medicine in terms of, of the ideal of treating a patient. Treating a patient, whether it's an animal patient or a human patient, the goal is, number one, figure it out, but number two, figure out where it's a deficiency. Because number one, that's the answer, and number two, that's the cheap way, too. And it's also, it always is, makes sense to don't cut something open. It always makes sense to not stick something inside something. Like, the only sticking inside something, it should be, a voluntary, like, here, take this, put this in your mouth. 
right? Even as an anima or something like that, you know. But once you puncture the skin, and, and that that's a whole other ball of wax. And I'm glad that we have that in our pra practice and safe ways. If I'm talking a little funny, I thought forgot to talk about. It. I just had a tooth uh, filled today, and I put part of my tooth crack off, and went to the called them up, and yeah, sure we can get you in at eight thirty this morning, and got it all numbed up and. That's great, you know, and dentistry is an awesome thing when done right, but it can be some horrible mistakes that come with that. It's the same thing with everything. Everyone takes their life into their own hands. But the natural thing, which is the supplements and the food, like uh, if you know what food to eat, yeah, food can give life and food can kill, but not that meal, right? We're talking about over a period of time. That's what. So if you're moving towards the good, you'll get there. So, um, and here's the thing. This is Dr. Lee found that the E2 factors, what they called in this vitamin, we get into the tocotrienols, tocopherols, okay? Where did we go wrong? How are people missing out? If you can get it from the animal products, what's, where are they not getting it from? Dr. Lee said that the E2 factor was the first vitamin destroyed. So this is the first man out when you're milling commercial flour. So this comes from, now you get into Monsanto crap flour and stuff like that. So this is a thing that a huge amount of people do not have this particular type of vitamin because they've been eating primarily in, you know, stuff grown from flour, stuff made out of some bread products and stuff. And that's been a huge part of their caloric intake is their Wonder Bread crap. And it's so devoid of this. That, that means there's people that have come through life with this one factor of this essential nutrient. And it's not just vitamin E. It's There's different qualities like the tocotrienol that comes from annatto. Annatto is this berry that they use to color, let's say, cheese and stuff like that. Uh, it's very, very high in this DHA or very, very high in what's called uh, gamma tocotrienols, which is, that's where the delta, and that would be one of the things that I would also indicate um, for a person with Raynaud syndrome is to also be on some of these oils that are vasodilative, that, that, that encourage, that open up the blood vessels. And then on top of that is the nitric oxide production, which is getting the oxygen and getting, when you have, so that's the fermented beets. Um, when you have more nitric oxide producers inside your body, literally the veins, it's the signal for like, okay, vessels, okay, tubes, grow, get bigger. Not only does more blood flow able to be go through it, but they get stronger. So they get turned into like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's why Arnold Schwarzenegger would take, you know, nitric oxide boosters because as their muscles got bigger, like in, say, so you get these big, huge veins that would pop out and stuff like that. Um... You, how do you think those things grow? They grow because when the nitric oxide production goes up, they then are go, okay, we can get bigger, which is now they have to get bigger in order to carry more blood flow to the bigger thing. So this is about like Raynaud's syndrome is in fingers and cold and that type of stuff, always cold, is about rebuilding your cardiovascular system, your furnace, rebuilding your furnace inside yourself. Like, I've got a good furnace and I'm still working on my heart too. I'm taking some of the cardio uh, D because, uh, you know, I just noticed that when I started working out again, I didn't, uh, it was like, wow, like I'm getting a little bit of a flutter here or getting, you know, and it, it wasn't like I was in danger, but it was like something I was like, whoo, well, you know, if I'm going to get started into this, I better start upgrading that. I'm, I'm an early, you know, on type of guy. 
And so I did. And I started with the cardio and, and some of the other things. And it's, geez, very quickly, it's made a very big difference. Like night and day difference between swimming one week and then swimming the next week. And it wasn't just because I, I was building more endurance. It's because I changed the nutritive things. Some of the amino acids uh, had helped as well. But if you can rebuild a cardiovascular system very, very quickly. That's one of the, some of the first earliest herbs. And that still is, is one of the best responsive systems to some of the basic things that you can do as a supplement is the cardiovascular system. When you make changes like CoQ10, you notice immediately the PQQ, the pyrrolocrylonine, you're going to make me say it, quinone, PQQ, I'm sorry. Um, what it does is it couples with CoQ10, is remember going back to what we first talked about, it's cellular energy. So uh, CoQ10 produces more cellular energy, ATP, which is the money that everybody has to be paid, especially your cardiovascular muscles. And even the muscles of the little vessels that are in your fingertips that we now want to grow and get bigger and maintain. Like, enough of this nonsense, guys. Like, you need to come into the 20th century and, and 21st or whatever. You know, like this backwoods place you shouldn't be so hard to get to. We need to build you some bigger roads. And so that would be derived from these different nutrients. Um, also, like I said, the uh, nitric oxide, the fermented beets. That's a great thing. The delta Deltanol, probably the three or four deltanol, um, would be very helpful. Um, that, that also contains a, the Cataplex E2 would be a, another great thing. Um, uh, let me think about somebody, something else. Oh, okay. Then, then the other thing is the, um, Circuzyme. We've got the last little bit, man, which is, is there some special, because everybody has to kind of get their special instructions. The big vessels, the big veins, that works off of uh, one system, and that's a nitric oxide. And, and microcirculation works off of nitric oxide too. But there's a couple really tiny, tiny little ones. And in my video where I, I did, which is God made this so funny easy, is that he made things in the... If you wondered what... If you were caveman stupid and you wanted to know what was good for body, blood looks like blood. Um, eyes looks like eyes. Kidneys, ooh, cut open, fine kidneys, looks like that kidney bean. Oh my goodness, it's so silly easy. So one of the best things for microcirculation, the very fingertips, the most, you know, we really should say, you know, it's not like rocket science. It's not a finger surgeon. A finger surgeon is way, way smarter in terms of its main way. That takes the top finger surgery because they have to be so delicate because there's so many tiny, tiny little vessels and nerves and stuff like that. And eventually they just have to sit back and let them grow themselves back. And they will. Much of the fingertip type of stuff will grow itself back. But if you provided the nutrients, the direct and specific nutrients, so uh, the blood one is, the ma uh, microcirculation one is, diosmin and hesperidin from blood oranges. Remember I said this is stupid easy, which is, uh, it's, there's these oranges that grow in Spain and all over the world, but in Spain in particular, they, you know, they're really well, well grown, are what's called a blood orange. And a blood orange is this orange where you squeeze, it's not orange juice, it looks like blood. 
And that's super delicious. That's awesome. But it has a very, very specific one of these phytonutrients, these chemicals, that what it does is it is, like I said, diosmin and hesperidin, which is when it comes into the system, pomegranates are similar, which is the red type of stuff. It's this very specific type of antioxidants, which is a very special pay, a very, very special um, code for the system, which is when it's going out and it's doing that work. This is special agent forces stuff. If you really understand the immune system, there's all different types of, of forces but when it really gets into the commando type type stuff, the stuff that like we really need you to go in there and do it very specifically, you need to really, these are these particular type of antioxidants and phytochemical nutrients. And there's something for everything. There really is like, and so when we get into the bloodstream, that type of thing, um, that again, much of natural practice has been very easy to figure out what works for the heart because some of these things that like, for instance, a uh, hawthorn berry, which I used to put in my smoothies, you can notice it immediately. Um, uh, like the nitroglycerin tablet, boom, you can notice it immediately. So there's lots of different things that, um, you know, if you do have a heart type of thing, if that's good news, because many of the things that you can take, if it's going to work, you're going to know immediately within minutes, okay, up to a day at least. Um, and so, but the answer in terms of this type of thing is being able to also support the system in terms of whatever fight it's doing of the immune system, but also get down to the nitty gritty down below which is uh, getting your systems working, your detox, excuse me, detox systems, as well as um, just your general cellular energy metabolism. Because if you, you've said to your body, you know what, I don't know what you need. I don't know what to tell you. But if I just listened to you and just gave you what you needed, just the resources, not, not tell you how to spend it. You know, that's what, you know, so many people in the um, the medical industry are basically say is like the money people like you keep telling us to do this. But like if you would just stand, stand out of the way and let us doctors do doctoring like in the dentist office today, like we've been wearing masks for forever. We don't tell us how to wear masks. We don't want to wear masks. We know how to do this. Like this is something that's been part of our standard practice. And so, you know, we should be one of the safest places, really. Or like the OPC, uh, where I go swimming. Think about it. They have salt water there. And like people in salt water, with, which is being ozonated and creating these uh, free, uh, these, these antioxidant, you know, type of things, this oxidation as well as that, it kills anything. So even if a person coughs up while soaking in the hot tub or swimming in the pool, like the person next to them for sure, like is not going to get it. And there's some chlorine in it too. Like, that should be the best place that people should be in. It's not the high risk. It <laughs> gets rid of the risk. So that's why I'm so glad that I can go swimming and take care of my body and stuff like that. So hopefully you answered um, your questions about what to do about Raynaud's and any type of circulatory type of thing, especially that involves um, coldness in the hands and feet. A big part of it is, is you are doing it to yourself. You got to figure out why that is. Um, again, the analogy, which is don't assume that the little boy, you know, he's got scratches on it. It's not just crying wolf. You've got to figure out what's going on with the immune system, um, and feeding the system. And, and then again, too, it can be some of these external things that you don't know about, which is 
an interference field, and it could also be these polarity types of things, which is you're holding on to something that's just keeping you stuck in a loop. And that's where even where the castor oil packs do is because they can even pull out these charges inside of the body and then pump. Essentially, it's like, you know, if you could reach like in that matrix where she reached in and, and, and massaged the heart or he did or whatever and start like, you know, like doing CPR in person, the uh, castor oil packs are as like CPR on your detox organs, your life-giving organs of the kidneys and the liver. And it literally sucks them and pumps them out as well as changes the polarity charge. There's a lot in the science of polarity charges um, that that's like, it does something. It does something. It moves things. And that's the whole goal is can we just keep it moving? Um, and if you can keep it moving and put more good in than you put in bad and take more bad out than you put in good, then you're on the good side and you make it. And there's lots of ways of doing that. And, and any of these conditions, any type of condition that is the underlying, that's do that and step back and see what happens. Okay. So this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority until next time. Bye-bye.